We're so glad that you are here. Mikasa Sukasa. Well, if you don't know, my name is Aaron Levy. I'm one of the pastors here on staff. I've been on, on staff here, it's going to be three years now. Wow. Wow. And I don't know who this guy is. Who, who are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh, my name, is, we got my name is Ryan Ramirez. I've actually been on staff for eight months, but I've been coming to the church for this past April was 22 years. So I've been here a very long time. So that means you were born here. Uh, just about, yeah. Okay. Just about. Okay. Now, so we have a lot of people here from Abundant Living Family Church. We have a threefold vision at this church. Who knows the vision of Abundant Living Family Church? Let's all say it in, uni- in unity. One more time. What is it? Now, I need somebody that's really bold to share what that means to them. How has that vision impacted your life? This is a family meeting, isn't it? So if you just came to listen, you're in the wrong spot. So how, how has that vision impacted your life? While, while we have all the hands raised, why don't you share how the vision, because you've been here since you were six months. I want you to share how the vision has impacted your life. Well, for me, so seek, teach, send. Um, it, it's quite simple for me. Uh, seek, seeking the loss is literally seeking those who are hurting and in need of God's divine love. I have seen this church from when it was 150 members. We have 12,000 now in the books. I remember the sanctuary plus children's was the size of this room alone. Mm-hmm. And with seeking the loss by Hey, sister, are you hurting? Can, you want to come to church with me? Hey, bro, how you doing, man? Have you been to my church? Hey, literally seeking those who are hurting in our lives to where we are now. I was, I was, when Pastor Aaron saw me in the office today, about to come over here, I'm walking through the office, I'm like, my God, th- this is not the same. Because Pastor Diego and the family here, ALFC family, has gone forth in seeking the lost, teaching the found. I've really grown here as a believer. Now, it's one thing to say, you, you hear it all the time, that the pastor, the preachers, the ministers, Pastor Aaron can't change you unless your walk with God at home, you're, you're devoting it to it. So you're reading your word, you're praying, you're fasting, you're meditating on the word. But this church has made it easy for me to succeed because of the pastors and the ministers and the programs and the things and the ideas that we have set up before us. And now seeing the disciples for me, I'm one of them. I go forth, I preach, I pray with people. I am more, I am more crazy about my faith because ALFC has built me up to be crazy about my faith. This has been such volunteering here to now coming on staff. I'm even more bold to say, yeah, my God is real. My Jesus is real. And you know where you can find out? Come to my church. ALFC, where do you go to church? ALFC, soon to be ALFC, Pomona. Come on out to say LFC Pomona, and that's what it's impacted for me. So no wonder he's our children's pastor for LFC Pomona. <laughs> Why don't you share the story you shared with me about the child that was in Pomona? Oh, my goodness. So what we think is, is uh, literally a, a, a mistake. It's, it's divine intervention. And we've been praying for things in Pomona, sex trafficking, all this stuff. 
my grandmother, I had to take her to a doctor's appointment at the beginning of this month, and my dad sent me uh, the address on Google Maps. And who knows, if someone sends you an address on Google Maps or, or through text, it underlines everything to where when you hit it, it opens up in Google Maps. So what he put a comma where there shouldn't have been a comma, and her appointment was in Upland, not Pomona. When I clicked the address, it sent me to a location in Pomona. So I'm driving, 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 and I'm like, this doesn't, this looks all like residential. Like this is not anything. So I'm, I'm between uh, Gary and I think like a seventh. It was literally a side street in a, in a local residential area. And I'm driving along and I kid you not, from here probably to where the trash can is in the back, I see a little boy darting across the street, darting across the street, going back and forth. And I'm like, this isn't normal. So I'm in my truck, I slow down, I got my grandma in, my, in the passenger seat, and I'm, and I'm now doing my thing, like I'm looking around like, okay, where's mom and dad, where's aunt and uncle, where are these people at? And I follow him for about a quarter of a mile, and he's literally running past four-way stops, not checking traffic, going back and forth. So finally in me, I'm like, I'm gonna do something. I pull over the truck, hey little guy, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he was playing in his front yard, Parents dropped him off at his uncle's house. Uncle didn't know he was there because parents didn't wake uncle up. He was playing in the front yard, got out the gate, said mom and dad went that way. And a quarter mile later, he's lost. Four years old. Four years old, please come pick him up. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, how easy would it have been for him to get hit by a car to literally be snatched up and never seen again? And we wonder, how do people get kidnapped? How do people get lost? When, when I see what it used to be, milk cartons, have you seen me? You go to Walmart, they have that wall. If you guys been to the Rancho Walmart, they have the wall of missing, the, the digital effect uh, from, from 2011 to current. This is what they would look like. And I'm like, God, I was here at this moment, but in, in the city I'm about to go to, in the city I'm about to live in, I... I think of things like this, like maybe 10 years from now, this little boy's gonna come. Yeah, I remember running through the street and some guy saved me. I think of things like this. And I'm like, Lord, by your grace, I was there. Mm -hmm. By your favor, I was there. My grandma missed the appointment, but I don't care. <laughs> I know for a fact that this little boy is now safe in his arms. The policeman called me back and said, hey, the parents said, thank you so very much for being there. And we really appreciate it. I said, no, God, thank God, because I don't know what would have happened, but no, that was, like I said, a blessing. Thank a blessing you so to much for sharing that story. Um, and the, re the reason why I wanted Ryan to share that story is because you're here for a very specific purpose. A lot of times, like when we see this big, huge campus, because a lot of you guys are from ALFC Rancho, it's like, man, all we have to do is open the doors and just people show up. But what we're about to do is we don't, have, we don't have the campus yet. We don't have the thousands of people yet. It's in seed form right now. So I wanted you to get inspired by stories and you're hearing people that are being the church. Not just waiting for ALFC to do something, but I am ALFC, so I will reach the community. Does that make sense? So seeking the lost, teaching the found, and send the disciples. We have vision pillars. Does everybody know our vision pillars? My daughter Eileen knows the vision pillars because she works here. Anita knows the vision pillars. Let's put the vision pillars on the screen and let's go through them. Let's do an exercise here. So this first one says we are mission-driven. We are mission-driven church. We are committed to the world and community outreach, social needs, evangelism, soul winning, and good works. Start yelling out some things that you've seen ALFC do this year that supports this pillar of being mission-driven. What do you think? Our ranches, what? Thailand, mission trips, anything else? 
Okay, yeah, we, we serve during the hurricane. The food banks. Okay, great. Here's what I want you to start thinking about as a launch team. What am I doing to be mission-driven? What souls have I saved so far this year? You, you see the thinking, you see the transition in thinking. Let's go to the next one. Leadership-driven. We are a leadership-driven church. We are committed to influencing and affecting businesses, economics, finances, education, health, and schools. What have we done as ALFC so far this year that supports this vision pillar? What are some things that we've done? We had the ABL breakfast this past Saturday. Who went to the ABL breakfast? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. We got the health center. Okay. Leadership University. Who's a part of Leadership University? Okay. Okay. The health initiative revolution. Yep. Going to the high schools. Okay. Financial Peace University. Okay. Who can share a personal story that, that you are doing to support this pillar of being leadership driven? Yes. I serve on the board of a nonprofit in Pomona that serves teenage moms in the Pomona area. It's called Generation Her. I started volunteering about a year ago. Um, we have about five girls that come to the Pomona uh, class, but we are reaching out to other nonprofits to get an increase in the girls. So that's my leadership role. Let's go to the next one. We are discipleship-driven. We are discipleship-driven church. We are committed to building character, integrity, obligation, expectation, fulfilling endurance, hopefulness, perseverance, and obedience with accountability, availability, and responsibility. What things have we done so far this year that supports this pillar of being discipleship? K-12. Who has a K-12? You don't have to have a K-12. Maybe you have a K-3, a K-5. It's growing. K stands for koinonia, which is Greek for fellowship, or community, who are you doing life with? We believe at ALFC, we're not doing life alone. The question is, who are you mentoring? Or who's mentoring you? So for example, um, I preached last night, and I had Adrian and Damon with me before. So before I preached, they were in my office, we were praying together, I was showing them my sermon notes, I was showing them my illustrations, I was showing them the, the points that I have in my Bible versus my sermon notes. And because they are called to preach. So I want them to see the behind the scenes because the next thing I know, I'm going to be sitting there and Adrian's going to be here. Damon's going to be here. So if I know that, we might as well start doing that now. Does that make sense? So we won't wait for ALFC to do that. We are ALFC and we look for opportunities to do that. Does that make sense? Okay, next one. Go ahead and read it, Ryan. Let's see if I can read this in any glasses. <laughs> we are a family-driven church. We are committed to building strong families, a strong home, and a strong church where nobody feels alone and no one is doing life alone. What has ALFC, in your eyes, done to promote the family aspect of Abundant Living Family Church? What have we done as a church that solidifies that? Family movie night. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Perfect. Yeah, if you guys weren't here Wednesday night, Pastor Adam uh, put a uh, asked for donations about a mom who was about to get 
an abortion, didn't get an abortion, realized she was having twins, yep. and then we yep. pushed it from the pulpit. Yep. We really don't do that, but it was honest on their heart to say, hey, this is what we do because we God. are a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, mother, mother-son dance, father-daughter yeah. dance. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's, that's amazing. One thing I could really ask you is, literally, how is your family yeah. because of ALFC? How is your marriage, your relationship with, with, with everything that we have instilled in you. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's already in you because we are now taking it to Pomona. We, we have to now instill that into our community in Pomona. Literally earlier in our staff meeting today, Pastor Diego said, okay, if you love this church, have a strong marriage. Because if you don't have a strong marriage, it will affect your productivity with church. So when we're saying that we're a family-driven church, we are ALFC, I am ALFC. So I need to honor my wife. I need to lead my family. I need to be an example. Does that make sense? So it's not just the family events here at ALFC. I, as a leader, as, as I'm being family-driven, that's what I'm exemplifying because I am ALFC. What's the next one? Next one, we are Christ-centered driven. We are a worshiping Christ-centered driven church. We are committed to liberated praise, passionate prayer, Bible preaching, awesome testimonies, and the Holy Spirit's presence and power. I know the list can be long. Please, everyone, don't raise your hand at once, but where have you seen literally the Holy Spirit, God, move in this church? Any examples? Children's Mass church. water baptism. Oh, yeah. Children's ministry. Yeah. Friday night prayer. Friday night prayer. What about the change with ALFC Fresh Start? The extended praise and worship, the welcoming environment, the coffee and so forth. Setting an environment where everybody belongs ushering the presence of the Holy Spirit, powerful word. The question is, what about our homes? Do we have hospitality in our own homes? Because that will be a reflection of what we're doing in ALFC Pomona. So can everybody belong in your home? No, not, not saying that. Okay, everybody come to my, not, not like that. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you say, no, no, no. But you, but you see where I'm trying to drive here. Sometimes we're looking at the church to do something, the building, we are the church. And if we're going to build something, it's a product of what we are already doing. Does that make sense? Next one. We are kingdom driven. We are a kingdom minded church. We are committed to church planting. Praise God. Reaching the world through various medias and sharing of resources. Where do you feel the kingdom driven has really been uh, punctuated in ALFC. Live with Diego. Yeah. Mesa. Yeah. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Yeah. The prayer, prayer app. app. Yeah. What do you say? Pomona Launch. Pomona Launch. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Our worldwide missions and giving out our outreach. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Our last one. Last one. We are diversity-driven. We are a diversity-driven church. We celebrate multiculturalism, reflecting multiple generations and cultural diversity. I know you guys have heard it preach. Uh, Pastor Diego has said it. Average church is around 50 years old. How many here, even looking around, do you think we're, we're a diverse, uh, diverse church in not only um, age, the, the seasonedness of your life, but cultures, races, uh, Latin, uh, African-American, Asian. Let me ask a question. How many, uh, 
how many nations are represented at Abundant Living Family Church? How many do you think? 63. 63. Yeah. Yeah. So when we have parties at our house, does it look like the local mall? So that's the question we got to start challenging ourselves because we are the church. And why are we doing this? That was the last pillar. We're talking tonight about vision and values because if we're going to build something together, we got to be unified in our purpose. So we're taking the time to talk about the DNA of the vision, seek the lost, teach the found, send the disciples. All the decisions that we will make for ALFC will be through our vision and our pillars. That's why we're going through that tonight. So at this time, we have a special video to play from Pastor Diego. And then after that video, I'll invite Pastor Adam to come up and just talk about Satellite Church. Hey, all you Pomonians. That's what I'm calling you now, Pomonians. You're at a meeting. You're going to hear a lot of information. But I just want to celebrate and thank you for coming to this interest meeting where we're going to start assimilating uh, our workforce, putting people in positions, and taking ownership of Pomona. We're so excited that, um, you know, nearly um, 33 years ago, I started uh, in Pomona as a children and youth pastor. And in reality, in 1980 is when I went there. So just a little bit over that time. And uh, we're going back. We're going back with a team. We're going back with a church. And we're going to make a difference. I remember when back in the day when we were in Pomona, we would say as, as the church or us going to Pomona, we'd say, you know what? Pomona ain't Paul no more because we, the church, were going into Pomona to make a difference. And that's really what it's all about. It's really impacting a community with the message of Jesus Christ. It's going where the, the hurts and the pains and the issues of, of society are and, and bringing answers and directions through Jesus Christ with our resources. And so it's going to take people like you that have a pioneering spirit, a go for it spirit, a uh, workforce spirit of unity and camaraderie. And when we started the church 25 years ago, here's what I can tell you, and it's going to happen with you. There's going to come testimonies that are going to take place that are going to be astronomical because God has to move for something to be successful. See, when something is already built like the home church, um, the miracles may not be as big or maybe as needed when you have nothing and you're small just like the little boy's lunch. That's all you guys have. You have two, two fishes and five little biscuits, and you need God to multiply it with resources and people and influence and impact and salvation. And so you're going to see tremendous, tremendous testimonies that are going to come out of it. So that's the first thing. Testimonies are going to happen. The second thing is, is just a unification around this purpose. Those that start are going to be forever bonded together by, by saying, you remember when so-and-so came in? Remember when we started this program? I needed you. You needed me. We saw it together. We experienced it together. And so um, testimonies and then this amazing bonding that's going to take place. See, I remember. I don't know all the people today, but I remember the people that started with me in the home and started with me in the school because they were the foundations. They, as the scriptures say, bore the burdens of the day. 
and then people came afterwards in the later hours to enjoy some of the success. So you're going to see tremendous testimonies. There's going to be a bonding uh, that's going to take place, and you are just going to see the enemy push back and great victories are going to take place. So I'm excited about Pastor Aaron, and I'm excited about his wife Erica and Eileen, and I'm excited about Ryan, and I'm excited about Crystal, and I'm excited about you, and you guys going over there to make an impact. So you know what? We are all going to be in prayer together, and that's what I could challenge you with for the next few months until January rolls around, which is just around the corner. Take a day. Pastor Aaron will probably lead you in a, uh, you know, a, a day that you will fast every day to bring unification in a time that you will pray together so that everybody's doing that. But thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice that you are making. Thank you for your dedication and your commitment that you are making to reach more people in a city called Pomona that maybe wouldn't be able to come to Rancho or that we couldn't reach. So you are special, you are unique, and I want to thank you for going to Pomona with us in Jesus' name.